This is part A of chapter 33. I have split the chapter into two parts. Wings of Chaos Chapter 33 Breaths Between Battles In a haze of sadness, Shale stood up and walked to the door and peeked in, seeing Keelan standing at a fire, his gauntleted hand raised into the flames. Shaking her head, she went back to Trigger's body, unsure of what to do with it. She bent and pulled out a small dagger, cutting a piece of reddish fur and tying it with a string, which she placed in her breast pocket. Whisper was crouched in the corner, flipping through a book, completely engrossed. Finally, Shale laid Trigger gingerly by the stairs. He was gone. His body, like the bodies of her family, would be left in enemy territory while she ran and fought and hoped, for reasons beyond her, to survive another day. Though it was only by the whispering comfort in the voice of Guerin that she did not throw herself from the tower after the two wizards, to rejoin her loved ones in the afterlife she wasn't sure existed. Still, there was more she needed to do before the end. She would fight for this world until her last breath, then gladly go into the void. Shale? It was Ozerin. He and Reverence stood at the bottom of the stairs in the laboratory. He looked hesitant, awkward, as if afraid to break her reverie. She looked up at him, feeling the coldness in her eyes. There's a hidden door, Reverence said, gesturing behind them. A trap door. We can hear something beneath, only... Only it's locked, Ozerin said with a helpless shrug, and we'd like to open it without making too much noise. Numbly, she nodded and followed them down the stairs to where they pointed out the uncovered trap door. Dust had been shifted where a workbench had been moved. She knelt over the rusted lock and pulled out her thieves' tools, carefully working at the mechanism inside until it clicked. As she cracked it open... She could hear the clanking of chains far below. Despite herself, a vague curiosity stole into her mind. What is it? Let me see, Reverence offered, kneeling beside her and peeking down. A tiefling's eyes were made for darkness where humans failed. Some sort of creature wrapped in chains. A demon, perhaps? Could be part of another summoning ritual. And cages down there, too. I can't see what's in them. A rope ladder descended into the pit. I'll tell the others, Ozerin offered, climbing the stairs. Reverence laid open the door and held himself over the opening, looking at Shale with a grim determination. She didn't even try to tell him to wait for the others. She saw in his eyes what had once burned in hers. See you down there, he said, and dropped into the pit half a hundred feet below. Keelan, Philip, and Ozerin were coming back down the stairs. He just jumped, Shale started to say. Ozerin looked angry for a moment, then seemed to think better of it, and they all rushed to the opening. They heard a shout below and the clanking of more chains. Shale thrust a hand into her pack and withdrew a single torch. She looked at Keelan with raised eyebrows, and the paladin held out his gauntlet, which glowed hotly. She pressed the torch to it and it immediately ignited. Let's see what we're dealing with. And she dropped the torch. A few seconds later, it thudded on a frozen dirt floor, bringing the pit below into better relief. 
Reverence was darting around a large chained figure while chains floated around it with hooked ends and tried to slash at the dancing monk. There was a grating, rattling growl. The inhuman sound made the hairs on Shale's arms stand on end. What are we waiting for? Keelan demanded. All waking from their momentary surprise, they scrambled for the rope ladder. Shale jumped through first, wrapping her hands in her cloak and sliding down the ladder to land lightly on her feet at the bottom. She moved out of the way as Philip came clambering down after shouting out to Whisper. Whisper, if you're not too busy, there's a man downstairs attacking Reverence with chains. Ozern climbed down a second later and shot green flames at the creature as one of its floating chains outstretched and whirled around Reverence, restraining his arms at his sides, the great hook at the end of it pulling across the monk's chest and drawing a thick gash of blood. Reverence exploded in rage, his eyes turning red. Keelan crashed down the ladder next with some difficulty in his heavy armor, but Shale was already running. She hesitated as the creature's black eyes looked through its chains and stared at her. She was momentarily transported into a vision. The chained head transformed into Trigger's head. The fox's nose was bloodied, the eyes lifeless, and for a horrible moment she felt a spike of fear. No, she thought, shaking off the vision. She ran again as the demon creature looked back at Reverence, who was trying to move toward it despite being restrained. Shale took the end of the cloak she wore and jumped behind the chained creature, wrapping the fabric over its face and trying to drag it back to expose the neck. She scrambled for her dagger as the creature slashed with its chains and made horrible retching noises. There was a howl as Philip transformed into a direwolf and rushed in, and another green blast hit the creature giving Reverence the opportunity to shake loose the chains and punch a glowing fist into its chest. Its body went rigid. It's stunned, Reverence shouted, pulling his spear free and twisting it in the air. Kill it. But the chains around the creature reacted to an unspoken command. Shale felt a horrible biting pain in her thigh as one of them grabbed her leg and pulled her away from the demon. She released its neck and instead tried to remove the chains while they constricted tighter and tighter. She looked up and saw, for one hopeless moment, that the chains had the dire wolf too. A second later, Ozrin and Keelan were both wrapped in metal and struggling to get out. Reverence lost his footing as one found his waist and dragged him back. With a final angry scream, Ozrin lashed out, the chains digging deep into his chest, and summoned his blade in the last moment. The greatsword's silvery end exploded into existence and glided straight through the chains like hot metal through snow. The chain demon shuddered and died. As its body collapsed, it withered and, in another burst, it turned into a horribly thick black smoke. The chains all collapsed with a loud clatter, and Shale felt instant relief as her leg was freed. They all laughed somewhat in surprise. She looked over at the cages in the corner of the pit and limped over to them. There were bodies, some long decomposed, others pale but still lifeless. Then she saw there was one stirring. She stumbled to the door and began working at the lock. The metal bars screeched open and she saw, lying there and barely conscious, the starved form of a pale elf woman with dirty blonde hair and a wretched gash across her cheek. Keelan? Shale called, her voice unsteady. The paladin turned and his face fell as he saw the injured elf woman. He rushed into the cage and touched her shoulder with surprising gentleness, his healing magic flowing into her still form. She stirred more, but did not wake. Keelan bent and pressed his lips to her forehead, 
but her skin remained ashen. It looked as though she'd been down there for months. Here, let me... Reverence pushed past both and took out his water skin, uncorking it and splashing water on the woman's face. Before Keelan could protest angrily, she mumbled and awoke, and his attention turned instantly back to her. Her eyes widened, and she scrambled back further into the cage, as far as the bars would allow, cowering amongst tattered rags and remains. She drew her shaking hands to her chest, shivering. It's all right, Keelan said soothingly. We're not with the cult. We're here to stop it. A healing potion, Philip said. Shale hadn't noticed the druid turn back into a half-elf until that moment. He handed the tiny vial through the bars. She took it but did not drink, still staring round at them as if waiting for one to strike. I promise it will help, Philip added. Who are you people? She asked instead. We're here to kill Resmia and stop the cult from spreading, Ozerin told her. Thoughtfully, she stared down at the vial fingering it for a moment before pressing it to her lips and tipping it into her mouth. A bit of the color seemed to return to her as she did so, and she took a long breath of relief. Why are you here instead of with the other prisoners? Reverence asked. She shrugged. I was in the forest doing my rounds when they caught me and dragged me down here. Who are you? Shale asked quietly, and the women's eyes met, and they seemed to share something between them in the brokenness. My name is Adra. I work for the Emerald Enclave. Slowly, Shale withdrew her one scimitar and held it with both hands by the flat of the blade, showing it to her. This is a moon blade, she told her, and as she said it, the steel began to glow softly. It was gifted to me by Dylan Winterhound when I joined the Enclave. Shale gestured to the men surrounding them. We're all fighting for the land, for what's good. Adra looked searchingly at Shale, then nodded, her eyes lingering over Keelan for half a fraction longer than the rest. She sat up a little straighter, her hands still nervously clutching each other. They've been doing strange, horrible things. I don't know how long I've been down here. What forest were you in when they took you? Shale asked. The north end of the high forest. I, I don't know why they took me. It could be because you're a member of the Enclave, Shale speculated. They know they're against them. As she thought on it, she added, Selnar Jorhas was a prisoner of the Enclave. He was one of the Red Wizards. Reverence cut in. You said they were doing strange things. Anything that seemed to be a summoning ritual. She shook her blonde head. There was a red-cloaked man who made copies of himself. One day he showed up with this... this thing. She glanced over to the pile of chains. He said if he couldn't make me talk, then that thing could. She broke into a coughing fit, and Keelan hurried to offer her his water skin which she drank gratefully, giving him a small smile as she handed it back. We won't be able to stay here long, Philip told them, and everyone seemed to awake in their surroundings and split off to explore the rest of the pit. Shale sat with the elf woman in silence while Reverence attempted to pry open a nearby box and began pocketing the papers within. Philip called them over to a grate in the far wall with rusted iron bars. There's a tunnel down through here, the druid said. These papers speak of an inhospitable valley in the Sunset Mountains, Reverence muttered slowly. The well of the dragon. He seemed to be speaking to himself. What are you doing down here? Whisper's call came curiously from the ceiling through which he poked his head. You can come read down here, Ozeran told him. Bar the door on your way down. Whisper nodded. I'll set up an alarm spell. Then he bobbed out of sight. 
Do you think we'll have time to rest? Shale asked hopefully, her leg feeling bruised and swollen where the chains had caught her. Ozrin shook his head doubtfully, but watched as each of his companions sat back in exhaustion, unable to move on. Reverence, after thoroughly searching the papers he'd found, withdrew a bundle of food and handed it out to each of them. Shale hadn't realized until that moment how hungry she was. She leaned back against the bars of the cage, and before she knew it, a restless, nightmarish sleep overtook her. Wake up, everyone. Keelan's voice broke out of the haze of sleep and Shale sat upright. From the floor above, they could hear shouting and stomping of feet. Glass smashed, and someone was trying at the barred trap door. What's down there? A low voice grunted, but the response was too mumbled to make out. Reverence, help me with this, Philip said, running to the pile of chains and beginning to wrap himself. The tiefling rushed over to help and whisper cast small illusions around the druid to make it look like he was larger and more demon-esque, with thick curling horns and a serpent tail. Everyone else, hide in the cages, Ozern hissed, and Shale saw Keelan duck into the darkness with his crossbow aimed at the trap door. Not a moment later, the thing was wrenched open and two faces peered down. Well, came another voice. Did you find him? What's down there? Uh... Philip was moaning and rustling in his chains, and Whisper's illusions made it look like he was glowing. Then some of the chains lifted and slithered over to the rope ladder. Well, what is it? The first voice came again, and he shoved them aside to peer down. What in the nine hells? I'm not going down there, said one of the men. Those red wizards were insane. Hmm. The leader contemplated for a moment, clearly not wanting to go down by himself. <clears throat> well, he finally cleared his throat. Then the chain shot up toward the opening, and the men screamed and scrambled back. What the? Resmir's going to kill us if we don't find them the other said in a panicked voice. Reverence started chanting darkly in harsh, guttural tones, and with that, the trap door slammed shut. Put the crate over the door, another shouted. I'm not fucking doing anything, the man whined, and they heard feet move away. They all breathed their relief. Can't rest any longer, Ozerin said quietly. We must move on. Reluctantly, Shale got to her feet, feeling every soreness fully. We can't go through the trap door, she said, walking over to the grate and pulling out her thieves' tools. We'll have to go through there. Suddenly, there was an ear-splitting roar of the white dragon. And Shale felt immediate dread as large, leathery wings beat through the air. The castle shook, and the sounds of battle drifted to them from above. Now what? Philip demanded, pulling free from the chains. Someone's fighting up there. They all stared up and heard another roar from the dragon. The grate opened for Shale, and she looked to her companions, her anxiety building. I'm not going to survive this fight. She said it with certainty. Don't say that, Keelan started to say as he helped the elf woman to her feet and put his shoulder under her arm. Ozerin said gravely, perhaps none of us will. All right, no need to be grim, Philip insisted, pointing to the grate. Why not scout ahead and see what we're dealing with? Ozerin and Reverence crawled up into the tunnel and disappeared around the bend, and the rest waited for a few tense minutes before they returned. The storm has returned around the castle, Ozerin informed them. Alclochthis? Whisper asked, and the warlock nodded. The ogres are fighting the cultists, Reverence said. Before they could bemoan the sudden ensuing battle, they heard another loud rumble from above. Come on, 
Keelan said as he helped Adra into the tunnel. It's not safe down here. It's not safe anywhere, Shale thought, touching her breast pocket where she'd put the fox fur, then climbing in after Keelan. They moved quickly through the icy tunnel to a set of rough-hewn stairs, which then turned into a set going straight up, and another going to a tunnel that sloped steadily downwards. As Shale tried to make sense of the castle's interior, she thought perhaps the tunnel might lead to the underground cavern where she'd sensed the white dragon earlier. Whisper turned and sealed the path they'd taken with bricks of ice. Shale paused at the fork, seeing her companions run ahead of her, and up the stairs toward the battle. With a sigh of finality, she followed, limping slightly. They came up a landing near the wall, and saw ogres on the towers moving their ballista to point inwards, where a flock of wyverns and riders were flying about, picking off the potato-headed creatures one by one. There was clanging metal and steel, where more ogres fought cultists on the ground, occasionally ducking out of the wyverns' reaches. Nearby, two stone giants were swinging clubs at cultists. They couldn't spot the white dragon for the swirling storm clouds thundering around the castle, obscuring half the courtyard. Shale looked but couldn't see the tallest tower, where she knew Balgloxus must be with the castle controls. There was a scream, and with a plunging horror, Shale saw Resmir astride one of the wyverns, with her face covered in a large horned mask. She was flanked by two others and was pointing at where they'd emerged. There they are! The black half-dragon screamed triumphantly. Kill them! Here we go, Keelan breathed. Reverence turned to Adra and handed her a spear. Stay out of sight, he warned her, and the elf nodded and ducked away as the rest of them ran to the top of the tower. Shale drew her bow and hit one of the wyverns, then ducked under the stone palisade as they shot something back at her. Ozrin ducked next to her, having just shot green fire from his hands. If you see the dragon, hide. The warlock shouted at all of them as a ball of ice exploded next to Keelan. The paladin barely jumped out of the way. Shale turned, heart thundering and shot another arrow back at the cultist who just shot ice from their strange magical orb. They had to find cover, but where? She saw Philip controlling the lightning around the castle storm, sending it arching after Resmir's mount. Before Shale could find a place to run, the top of the tower was plunged into darkness. She couldn't see her companions anymore, and she heard Resmir laughing. <laughs> we have them now, she shouted gleefully. Shale could hear explosions as magic was shot from both sides, and she felt the ground on hands and knees, trying to find the stairs. If she could get off the tower, they wouldn't be such a target. Near her, she heard Whisper shout to Keelan over the chaos. Come on, fire boy. We're going on a little trip. There was a pop as Shale reached the edge of the darkness and stood. She saw, as she turned back, the colossal body of the white dragon as it descended through the clouds and opened its maw. The world went cold as a blast of bluish-white energy shot from the creature's mouth. Before she could jump for cover, she felt it hit. Then she felt nothing.
been listening to Wings of Chaos, written by Alexis Fienendahl and based on the Horde of the Dragon Queen D&D campaign. For more stories by me, visit my website, linked in the show notes.